Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome, welcome, welcome to another fabulous CB and the Boys radio show. We have got a fabulous hot show tonight with some fire hot topics you don't want to miss. So just sit back and relax and buckle up. It's going to be a thrilling ride at CB and the Boys. So see you in. George, roll it. Boy Honey, Roger Hawkins, Mimi Acosta, let's go! CB and the Boys, Midweek Motivator. Come on, gather around, get the 411, and let's talk about it. Everyone, welcome to another CB and Boys. I'm CB, and I have the whole crew in the building. We have the fabulous Miss Mimi Acosta. What's up, Mimi? What's up, what's up? I'm in the building. All right. We have Mr. Universe himself, Mr. Roger Hawkins. What's up, Raj? Oh, he's saying hello. All right. And we have Mr. Road Rage, Mr. Shouldn't Be the Will, Mr. Should Have His Wills Revoked, George Biker Boy Holman. What's up, George? <laughs> this is coming from the person with three wet cars. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. I'm just saying. What's up, Jay? What's up, JJ? How y'all doing? Hey, hey guys. What's up, Jay? Jay? <laughs> Go ahead, Crystal. <laughs> say what you gotta say, guys. She's stuck like Chuck. Oh, there she goes. <laughs> he didn't Texas. But you know what? That's my truth. That is what it is, you know. I'm still me. I still I'm stolen. Yes, three red cars, but hey, I got another one. And it's not red. And it won't be. So I'm good. Besides, I'm still here. Cars can be replaced. I am irreplaced. Right. And none of the accidents that you've been in, you caused, right? Exactly. <laughs> oh, shit. Please. Who's <laughs> getting a phone call? Let me, let me make sure my phone is on mute. because uh, <laughs> Mr. Universe is getting a phone call. No, because we couldn't even hear him. Right. Right. Exactly. That's a joke of the day. What do you do in the things? Oh, yeah. no. It's not a funny screen, no. JJ. She's just having technical difficulties on her side of town. It might be raining. Is it raining in Arizona? <laughs> You're raining. <laughs> no. Well, what's raining? Did I? No, it's, it's, yeah, it's her, JJ. It's not your computer. It's her. Oh yeah, yeah. this is uh my internet. Sorry everyone. Hopefully you can hear me if I'm frozen. Hopefully you can 
Amy. Say, George, let's just go. <laughs> <laughs> Can you guys hear Roger me? Roger, did I hear you just now? He's frozen. Uh, no. So it's not just me. See. Uh, he's not frozen. We just can't hear him. His micro he's having microphone troubles. We having technical difficulties in the house tonight. But uh right now we're gonna roll with this. Come get the 411 and it's Mimi Drink Special. Mimi, let him know what you're sipping on. She's sipping on some Corona beer tonight. Yes, sir. And look, I'm going to say this. Do not judge me at all tonight. I am having my Corona beer in a glass with some ice and a straw. <laughs> wow. Hey, look, wow. it's good. It still bubbles. It's cold. And I'm not messing up my lipstick. <laughs> That's the yeah. most important thing. Trey is having Pepsi. JJ, what are you having, sweetheart? Because I know you're having something sweet over there. While we're at it, let's go around the block. Crystal, what you having, honey? Water. I'm about to be, I'm about to be so proud of you. Water? She froze right in the midst of bringing it on. That means just leave it to the side because it doesn't count. <laughs> Water. <laughs> Water. Okay, so you're on your help tip. That's okay. You've been listening to Roger. Roger, baby, what you got going on over there? We can't hear Roger because he's having technical difficulties too, but he can show us what he got going on. Nothing? I think he was saying nothing. Oh, oh no, hell no, no. Again, it's the same color as mine. So what we got going on? Put it in the chat. Put it in the chat. You're gonna tonight is gonna be chat night for you, Roger. <laughs> Let us know how you really thinking. I'll say it out loud. Right, right. <laughs> if it's got anything to do with cursing, JJ says she just says she just doing with the water tonight. Water is good. Water is good. Just got home not too long ago. <laughs> George, what you got going on? You already know what it is. I got my Squake James Red Velvet in the house. Yes. In the Mimi glass. Dun, da, da, da. In the Mimi glass. Dun, da, da. That's how we do it. That's how we do it. <laughs> so it's all good. So guys, I'm going to really need you to do better. For you people who like water on Wednesday nights, Wednesday p.m. at 11 o'clock, just for me. Let's just do something different next week, okay? It's 11 o'clock your time. Two water. Oh, well, time. 11 o'clock my time. Whatever time it is, going to be you guys that are regularly on the show, like Jay and Trey and Gage. Where's Gage at? <laughs> no. <know>. Hey. Hey. <laughs> hey, Raj, welcome to the show. <laughs> good to be here. Good to be here. Oh. <laughs> Bro, the struggle's real. I shouldn't have to keep doing this, but, you know, I do too much with my computer, and that's why it ends up going crazy. I do a lot of shit with it, so I need to get another one. Anyway, what's up, people? Aren't you though? Aren't I what? IT. What the hell do I got to do with doing a lot with my computer? How do you think I just fixed this? 
<laughs> it's just I, I just need to use one for I do a lot. Let's put it like that. Thank you, JJ. Okay. That's what I'm talking about. They they said I got you next week, Mamie. Let's do it. And that goes for you too, uh, CB. Have me. I'll have it. two waters next week. Listen, You're gonna spend a whole lot of time in timeout. Uh oh, uh oh. Trey said he got some four eleven. He got some four eleven for us. <laughs> uh oh. You know what? You want to go ahead and kick it off, Trey? I'll give it to you. Let's go. What you got? <laughs> <laughs> and why yeah. Trey putting it together? Because you know he's gonna have to come through it with a chat video. What you got going on, Trey? Bring it. Anywho, <laughs> so we're gonna move on for right now until Trey get his together. So I'm waiting. I'm waiting. so we've had another another one has come out the box on P Diddy. So this mm. is a 17 year old. So Diddy denies the latest allegation that he gang raped a 17 year old in a lawsuit. And he said, enough is enough. Like he's been laid back. He said enough. And he said, he said, for the last couple of weeks, I have sat silently and watched people try to assassinate my character, destroy my reputation and my legacy. Sickening allegations have been made against me by individuals looking for a quick payday. Let me be absolutely clear. I did not do any of the awful things being alleged. I will fight for my name, my family, and for the truth. Sean Diddy Combs. I bet he did. <laughs> so this is this is my thing, and I'm about to say this, and 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 this is the thing. I'm not taking anything away from any of the women that he's had these experiences with, but the whole situation with the 17 year old. They're showing a picture of her on Instagram. Okay, with her sitting on top of him, taking a picture doo -doo -doo -doo, and all this shit mm -hmm. and singing in the studio and doing her little thing. What parent is going to have a 17 year old in the studio be pitied in them back in the day as wild as they were? So where was mom? Where was dad? Where was management? Where was uh, team? Where was anybody that could have done anything for that situation? So that's what it was. In the green room. In the green room. <laughs> I just look. Same thing with Leah's folks and all these other young girls. All of their parents know. All of them know. So I mean, I hate to be like that, but you know, you 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 need that money. It's a quick come up. They give you hush money, and basically they sell their child. They that's where the parents are now. If you're a runaway or independent, you know, that's one thing, but. The majority of the times, these children live at home. They know their child. Man, Usher, mm -hmm. Usher and P. Diddy was in the bed together when the boy was 14. You mean to tell me, you name a 14-year-old that can make it from Atlanta to New York and back yeah. on his own. Of course yeah. they know. They just sacrificed their children, man, so they're just as guilty. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. So you have anything to say about that, love? Every bit. All right. Just at all. You know, because we've we've all been in every aspect of the industry. And if your daughter had been in the industry, would she be in the studio 17 years old with P. Diddy and the crew? Not without me. You know? I, yeah, that's one of the but you have to you got everybody has a price on all they people think they don't, but you do. But by that I mean, you know, either you're gonna work yourself to death, but there, I just feel like when it comes to integrity, self-respect, you know, 
your, the ruination of your child. Some people don't care. It's like it's their own. It's the only way they know to get out, and so they choose it. Right. Right. That's true. So um. I'm gonna I'm all over I'm gonna be all over the place with the 411 for a little bit, okay? Because you know, we we do we, I say certain things, I go to the industry and then now I'm going jumping into politics right quick. So Joe Biden has something to say, and I just think this is cute because he, you know, Joe Biden says little things and I get annoyed because I'm just like, sit down. Anyway, so he said he's not sure if he would be running for president again if Trump wasn't running. He said we cannot let him win. Right. So he's going to stick around for a little bit because he was probably like, you know what, man, I ain't doing this. But with, with Trump trying to get up in there, he's like, no, we're not going to. Who's going to let Biden back in there again? That's It's funny that he would say that. But um, the ironic part is he may not be in the running. Ouch. Biden may not be the Democratic selection. Oh, right. That chick, what's her name? Haley, Haler, began with an H. First of all, Haley, number one, is not a Democrat. She's a Republican. So whether she's or not is irrelevant when it comes to the Democratic Party. Biden is the Democratic candidate. Well, I, I, I was Democrat. thinking she was the other Democrat candidate because I know that I know that she the, I know that the polls she's got more on the polls than he does. She's <laughs> <on> the, <laughs> that might be why. I think she can win one. She's a woman, and she also that same Trump that so she appeals is. They may not want him, which apparently will do, but he has her chance of being in their prize than to say to say. Hmm. Who is a Republican candidate? Look here. I don't think Sleepy Joe would survive. I don't think he'd make another phone. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, well, I used to go ahead. Uh, he's very, he's still very sharp, and his policies are under his leadership and his uh, presidency. America's doing great. Now, I have to say, it may not feel that way when you grocery and you see the high grocery prices. When you go to home and Mark is way up there to this heater off living in a box. However, um as presidency, we are we're doing well. The uh has never been better. Uh care is good as <laughs> and we're without having anything replace it as usual. When stuff tear stuff down without a without a plan. And if you fail to plan, then to fail. And I'll be doomed if I let America Yeah. Let's not work. It's not to. Yeah. 
So, uh, Mimi, what you got next? Okay, so I was going to say that I'm feeling everything that you're saying, every other word, but <laughs> we weren't really hearing everything. But I, I got it. I'm pretty sure that most of us got what you were saying. It's just that it's skipping so bad that, yeah. So... And Las Vegas, over there in your neck of the words, Woods Roger, um, a suspect in University of Las Vegas shooting was an older white man who recently applied for a job at the university and was denied. So according to 8 News, he's an older white man in his 60s. Two sources told the news outlet. Those sources says that the shooter recently applied for a job at the university and he was denied. So what happened today was heinous, unforgivable crime. McMahon said, it's a crime that we train for each and every day. As we previously reported, the suspect was shot and killed. And Sheriff Kevin McMahill said there is no further threat to campus. So they killed him. And here we go. On the really? scene at the University of Nevada, where there are multiple victims dead Nevada, in a bad. shooting on campus. Authorities say the suspected assailant is also dead. Word of an active shooter sent a swarm of police officers rushing to the scene just before noon Pacific time. Campus police posting a message to those in the area to run, hide, or fight, a frequently taught mantra in this age of mass shootings. The university is just minutes from the Vegas Strip and practically adjacent to the Las Vegas airport. This afternoon's tragedy following a string of shootings in Texas that have left at least six dead. That suspect is in custody tonight. We'll get to more of that in a moment, but let's begin with late details concerning the campus shooting in Las Vegas. Here's Steve Patterson. Tonight, terror in Las Vegas. You heard loud shouting, um, immediate panic. Everyone dropped down to the floor. Just before noon, a gunman opening fire at Beam Hall, the home to the University of Nevada, Las Vegas's business school. Police say three people are dead and a fourth gunshot victim is stable in the hospital. The suspect is also dead. Armed confrontation of the suspect by law enforcement stopped the suspect's further actions. This chilling warning posted on the campus website urging students to run, hide, fight. Terrified students sheltering in place. We only looked through the windows for a couple minutes because we did not want to have to like keep looking through because we were nervous if he could shoot up there or not. We spoke to English professor Roberto Lovato while he was on lockdown. We heard the clips of semi-automatic weapons just going for what felt like about 30 seconds. It was a very, very disturbing thing to hear. Police evacuating buildings one by one. They said they have no indication of a motive. The fact that this happens over and over again is ridiculous. Six years ago, the city of Las Vegas was devastated by the deadliest mass shooting in U.S. history, killing 58 people at a music festival. Tonight, another mass shooting less than four miles away. We can't even send our kids to school without worrying if something like this is going to happen. So it's, it's very alarming and disturbing and scary. And Steve, I know a lot of chaos at the start of all this. Other campuses in the area were actually locked down. Well, Esther, of course, all classes for the rest of the day, they are canceled on campus as that remains on a soft lockdown. On top of soft lockdowns at local grade schools and all remaining state colleges across Nevada. 
You know how big this damn state is? So you shut them all down. They locked everybody down. <laughs> everybody right. locked down. Way up in Reno. Up in Reno, huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. What's your people doing down there in Vegas, Raj, man? Hey, man? I was at work the whole time. Shit. I, I, my brother couldn't even take a break. I was at work. <laughs> I was actually, I was south of that in Henderson working. So I heard about it and the whole, pretty much the whole part of the afternoon, I was on the backside. So I had, at that time, no need to go in that area. But I mean, damn. You know, you mad because you can't get a job. You're 67. Technically, you shouldn't be working, but, you know. See, this is going to this is gonna roll really, right he into He was really mad. He was mad as hell. Really? <laughs> yeah, they, they, they told him they didn't need no more crossing guards. Shit, they didn't need no more no greeters. Because, yeah, homie was, y'all had Papa hot, but. You know what kind of liability yeah, that would have been? Dang that would be even more of a liability if he got the job and then somebody pissed him off in the school a year later and then he kills he might he might not, he might not have been mad. So but, he was 67, you know, it is what it is, but you know. Yeah. Okay, so moving right along. Hey, look, he, 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 he needs to go. Shit. You live long enough. Shit. This long one enough. is um this one is pretty interesting. So a man fatally shoots a transgender woman who made him feel suspicious during oral sex. Wait, wait, so, wait, 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 stop, Let's stop, stop, stop right there, stop right there. This, I is, got you, I got all, you. this is already fucked up. <laughs> I got this it, I got is it. Already fucked up. He should have felt suspicious when he even thought about it. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, you know, you just got right. this a transgender woman you already should have felt suspicious just talking to her. This is the thing. This is the thing. Let's talk about it. The mm. Marianne Kalen Bible. That's his last name. See, that's why things happen. The Marianne Kalen Bible, 25 years old of Minneapolis, is charged with second degree murder after the deadly shooting near Lake Street early Tuesday morning. According to the to, according to charging documents, witnesses reported to police that they had heard a gunshot near the courtyard, then saw a man walking away from the area. While speaking with authorities, Bible initially claimed he was not involved in the shooting, but later admitted that he was shown the video footage gathered by investigators. He then admitted to the shooting, to shooting the victim, saying that she made him feel suspicious while performing oral sex. After the sex act was complete, Bible said he continued to feel suspicious, so he shot her. Gunshot residue no, located felt, on her sweatshirt. He felt some shit. To it, according <laughs> to police, and he admitted to shooting her from inches away. So, um, yeah, he must have started bullshit, hands bullshit. And he was like, this chick got the same thing I got. Right, he knew that chick had a dick, and he was like, "I like what's being done, but now I can't tell nobody. I gotta kill you." That's what it boiled down to. Somebody with, what do I always tell y'all? If your shoulders as broad as mine, if your hands as big as mine, if your feet as big as mine, and your voice is deeper than mine, we 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 got nothing to talk about. We got nothing to talk about. So bullshit. He knew, but he he should have, you know, don't stop with that person. Come on, man. <laughs> it, it did not. Okay. It quacked uh, like a duck. 
It's the you. You want to call down on the daffy, goddammit? Shit. <laughs> Was that George? <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let's just let's, let's, let's look at the two people we're talking about here. Oh, gosh. That's why, George, why are you so upset? George, <laughs> George, George, you bit. This is good. It must be a whole lot, of, whole lot of ugly coming up. Oh, you guys, you guys. I'm, I'm, you know. I've entertained a, a, a woman or two in my life, and last time I checked, it just it ain't no, it ain't missing that. And here's the thing: you can't come at me and be like, "Let's do this first. Let's do this and only this." Man, first of all, why you sound like you smoke cools? <laughs> Ew! This is so. This is him and her. Okay, yeah, blow, blow her up. Blow that picture of her up. She look like a goddamn linebacker. Uh, no, it. I want wow. you to yeah, I, look at that. That big ass shim got a motherfucking 17 and a half inch neck. Big bitch. You knew. You knew. It's come on. Cut it out. And again, hey, you know what? Yeah, come on, man. That big, big ass jawline and all that shit. Well, anyway, again, if your hands start to roll and roll like they should, you should. You, hey, he knew quicker. I think what he was mad about. Was homegirl had a bigger wacky than he did. He got he felt some kind of way, and then he offered. That's what I think. That's what I think. I think he, he was like he was like nah, Lindsay, you, you ain't gonna be in a skirt and have a bigger pecker. Come on. <laughs> so CB, CB is literally having some technical technical. Oh, so there's been a power outage on her end. She said, "Be back soon." No, she won't. Uh, <laughs> oh, and no, you know what won't. happens if the power goes, then your internet is gone. Ain't nothing you can do about that. No, she won't. But uh, All right. you should be back next week. She'll be back. The scrubble is real. So another news. There is a video of an Alabama police officer, and George, I'm sure you're mm-hmm. gonna bring it up. Woman using a stun gun. On a man that was handcuffed. And of course, the video goes viral. Following footage of her deploying a stun gun on a guy who was carrying, who was crying and in handcuffs, an Alabama police officer has been placed under administrative leave. And from what I understand, she was extremely nasty with her words to him. And um, yeah, she was just happy to have this guy in handcuffs, and that's not that's not cool. There's nothing cool about that, right there. So you do you know you know, you know who he was? You know what his crime was? Uh, no. So that's he was he was known distribution of fentanyl. Now you know obviously fentanyl's the most deadly drug out there. It's one and done for the most part. Uh, so here's my question to you guys and everybody out there. Because we know how fentanyl affects people, I personally have two friends, two, who have lost children in the past year, two mm. years to that. So my question is, of course you want to be like, man, he needs to be you know, killed or thrown in jail or whatever. But do you think that was still an abuse of power, even though people, because there are people on both sides of the fence? Do you think, well, he deserves it, he deserves it because who he is? Or do you think that's still abuse of power because she has a duty and obligation to fulfill without 
it being personal. It shouldn't be personal. I think that a lot of officers take stuff personal anyway. At the end of the day, that's not for you to judge. Your duty is to protect, serve, whatever you want to call it. The thing is, they're supposed to be just making sure that they get under arrest and bring them in and let the courts deal with whatever they're going to be dealt with. Instead of you taking the matter of your hands, now you want to be sticking your foot on people's neck, shooting them, doing all kinds of craziness, and then putting your own job at risk. Yeah, so, oh yeah, you know what? Let me say, I forgot. Our brother Trey went through the same thing. So I don't know your feelings on that, but he also lost his son. So that's three people I know. I, I guess my thought is this. You know, if nothing else, do your job as a cop, but, you know, elbow somebody who ain't quite right and say, hey, listen, I'll put some money in your books if you take care of him inside. But I agree. You have to do your job unbiasedly. And, and fortunately, that, that's not happening. So, and they know they have body cams on. Like, they don't care. That's what trips me out. That's the scariest shit ever. Right. Mm. The weekend. Thanks for staying up with us here at 10. I'm Jarvis Robertson. This after a viral video shows what appears to be the police officer using a stun gun on a man during an arrest. Now, we want to warn you, you might find this story disturbing. WBTM 13's Emma Owen was in a reform tonight with the message from the man's relatives. Loved ones and community members say they're here in reform tonight, pushing for accountability. They held a protest Monday night in response to the viral video showing a police officer using a stun gun on a handcuffed man. We want to warn you, you might find this video disturbing. After an exchange of words, the police officer pulls the trigger on the stun gun and then asks, You want it again? No, man. Shut the f up, you was big and bad. She could then be heard calling him an explicit name. She tased him in the back and she was holding it. She was just holding it there until he started crying. Jalexis Rice, girlfriend of Micaiah Washington, says this all started when her boyfriend and two others were changing a tire of the car they were driving. She says that's when the officer in the video pulled up, eventually putting her boyfriend in handcuffs and tasing him. When I seen, I couldn't do number cry. I couldn't do number cry. Following his arrest, Washington was booked into the Pickens County Jail on several charges. He has a bond of $500,000. In a statement, Reform's police chief and mayor said they're aware of the video and the police officer has been placed on administrative leave. However, people attending Monday's rally say they want more done. She needs to be fired. And I feel like she can leave and go somewhere else and do it if, if they don't hold her accountable for this. You mm -hmm. a police. You here to protect and serve us. How how do we fuck to trust you and this how you treat us? It hurt mm -hmm. my feelings for real. In the statement from the mayor and police chief, they said in part the department is in the process of turning over all materials related to this arrest to the Alabama State Bureau of Investigation and has requested a thorough investigation into the circumstances surrounding the arrest. Now, as soon as we learn more about this investigation, we'll be sure to let you know here on air and inside the free WVTM 13 app in reform. Emma Owen, WVTM 13. So all he was doing was changing wow. the tires of wow. a vehicle. Right. Right. So what's, what's basically about to happen is he about to be the richest dude in jail. Well, I, he Why? Might, he'll, he'll get out, but 
it, it, it's come on, like that's just and the look at the sick pleasure she took in holding that on him. That shit is torture. I don't know if you've ever even had right. a small shot from a nine volt battery. Can you guess those things are 10, 20, 40,000 volts? So think about when you put that little battery on your tongue. Now put 10,000 of them shits on you. That's what she did. And she just, that's twisted. That is twisted. Now I say taste her punk ass first, then put her in there. See, I'm an eye for an eye guy. We talk about this. Right. Taste her right. so short right. ass. <laughs> yeah. And you know, if, in I, the may, piece, huh? if I may uh, interject for a moment, number one, George just said what his crimes were. So, number one, you don't know if this police officer has suffered a loss of a loved one because of it. Not saying that that's justifiable, but uh, speaking as someone who has lost loved ones to uh, drug abuse, drug addiction, things of that nature, I would say the fact that he's still alive to tell the tale, he should count himself lucky and keep it moving. He got what he deserved. I oh. said what I said. See, we, we just talked about that, right? Apology. You got the woman. Nah, we just, I disagree. I disagree. I, 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 too. I disagree. Yo, I mean, maybe um, he should be, I'm not saying he doesn't deserve to be punished for uh, his crimes, but does. look at that scenario. This dude is changing the tire on the side of the road. So? So, what, how could that possibly even lead to that scenario? And then once you get there, I don't care if he just got through shooting the president, you want to hold, hold this man handcuffed and then continue to tase him. Yes. He's already, you've already got him under control. Why are you tasing him while he's handcuffed? That's, that's ridiculous. That's that's for all those lost souls who can't tase them themselves. Who are no longer around because of his poor decisions. Uh, so, so, so two wrongs make a right. Yep. Oh, okay. Now, 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 now sis, 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 what, what happened? What happened here a few weeks ago? What happened? Here? What happened to your car? Did you deserve that? No. Why would I? Exactly. It doesn't matter. He doesn't know what you did. That person that did that to you, but maybe someone who looks like you hurt him in the past, and he took that on you. Did you deserve it? I'm not saying you've been right your whole life, but you didn't deserve that. For all the things, every lie we've ever told is the same difference. Same difference. For every lie we've ever told, everything we've ever done, somebody else is not the judge and jury. She took an oath to serve, protect and serve, not to take the law term on their own hands, play God, play judge, play jury. She puts him in front of the judge and lets it happen. She took that away. Yeah, well, let me yep. ask you, you don't know if he was under surveillance or anything. We don't know the particulars of this case. At the onset, we are just the outsiders looking in and taking whatever tidbits of information that we can and pulling our own assumptions. But until everything comes out, we don't know really what was entailed, why she did what she did, what prompted her to do that. Was it racist? Innocent. Who knows? Was it because he was a black man? Who knows? And of course, we're going to try to play that card. Who wouldn't? But the fact of the matter is, if he was trafficking fentanyl, then in my opinion, he deserved it. Period. 
Fentanyl is a I one mean, and done. At least with cocaine, you sniff it, you can still walk away. Okay. Oh, no. you know, but, you, know, you know, you know, well, let me, the reason, the reason all of that information even came out, I guarantee you, is to try to discredit him to make her situation not look so bad. And that is not right at the end of the day. I'm not saying whatever he's done. Right. I'm not saying let's look past that. Let's ignore it because of what happened. Regardless of what he's done, he was subdued. The man was completely right. subdued. Right. He wasn't right. even fighting. He wasn't even fighting. He was just laying there on the car in handcuffs. And then she just decides to change him because he's saying some words. Like it don't matter said, what he called. It don't matter what he called her. Right. We all got sons. What if you get a call and it happened to your son just because he has a hairstyle like somebody that pissed off a cop where he lived? Then you'd be all the way upset. Even if he did do something, it's a case of let the proper authorities take care of it, not her. Yeah, I, of course I would be all the way upset. Anybody would when you see your loved one in that situation. But being someone who is unbiased to this particular situation, I don't know this guy. I don't know what he was done, what he did. I don't know, you know, any of the information besides what's been put out there and whether it's real or not. I don't know. Let me but ask you guys as a question. As, yeah, I'm sorry. I've been trying to ask this question for the last five minutes. Um. Yeah. Had he been white, do you guys think that it would have gone it's, the same way? No, but that's irrelevant because you know we all agree that it wouldn't have been. So that's the problem. The problem is right. I, 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 I don't have a white son. So you know, I right. don't really give a shit about that. My, my son is white. <laughs> but he ain't white. So the fact is we see a trend and you know it. It's sad, but it's true. Wrong and the point right that I'm right making is wrong is wrong. Yeah, put him in, allow him to go. I don't care. At least I, I agree. <clears throat> if it was my kid, if, if I was my brother Trey and I lost my son, the, the most I would say is, hey, look, if y'all find him, call me, drive off, and let me do it. But the fact of the matter is, they swore a particular oath. They have an obligation, just like when you're a doctor, you have an obligation to do your best. We talked about this the other day with first responders and all this kind of shit. You have an obligation. If you don't want to fulfill the obligation, you should not be in that position. I'm sorry, but some people, yes, you are held to a higher standard. You have to be if you're in that oath. And so, yes, yeah, she's dead ass wrong. And I, I don't care if he yeah. just murdered somebody the day before. The only thing you can say is by the, the, the rules and regulations and the oath, he should be taken in. I'm not saying whether he's guilty or not, deserves to be done, whatever, but that's someone you can't trust. Because guess what? I don't look like shit to her. George doesn't look like shit to her. And we don't push any of that, but we still look like he does. That's why I have a problem with it. Not who he was or who he is. It's not about that. I know a lot of people that deserve to not be walking, but... I'm not a cop, therefore I get to be, I get to say that kind of shit. They can't, just like, you know, first responders and all that. You can't do that. You you, you support this hope. And I know it doesn't mean a whole lot anymore, but that's scary as hell. That's, that's just, that's the point that I'm making. It's not about whether he deserves, you know, to be punished for something he did. But that's just not humane. What she did is not humane. It's abuse of power. And she right. should be fucking I mean, tased. <laughs> right. Basically, I mean, basically, he, he might deserve to be shot by firing squad for whatever he's done in the past. 
But it's not her job to do it right there on the side of the road while he's trying to change the tire. <laughs> that part. <laughs> yeah. Not her like job. I said, pay me. Keep your badge. <laughs> pay me a pay. One of the boys in the joint. Like I said, let, let, them, let them slow grind. But yeah, that's, that's not her job. That's what I was <laughs> Trey said if changing the tire is wrong, I don't want to be right then. <laughs> it's just about every situation, though. And this is from my own observation, so don't judge. Okay. But from my own observation, the ones who get police brutality, the ones who are treated like that are the ones usually who pop off at the police, who say slick stuff, they disrespect things. I've had many encounters with law enforcement. My, my son has too. And I taught him how to handle himself and what to do in those situations. Making the situation worse by mouthing off never solves anything and it makes it worse. Now on this, I 100% agree with, I'm 1000% I'm with you on that, you're right. Situations, bad situations, horrible incidents can, the whole shit can be exacerbated by what comes out of your face. So yes, I think you're 100% right on that. I also agree that there are times when you're right. <clears throat> some people can't miss an opportunity to talk back or not. You pick your battles and some people don't. So I will agree with you that happens a lot, but we're not going to say it happens all the time where it's even prevalent because you may have witnessed a lot of shit, but guess who's the black man on here? Guess who's probably been stopped for different reasons? Now, how we got through that is different because, again, they're still going to respond differently to you than they are to me to a white man than they are to me, to a white woman than they are to me, to another person, but it doesn't matter. The reason that we get home and we have stories and all that is because we know how to navigate that without playing the victim. There's a time and a place to defend yourself. There's a time and a place to say shit. And when you're right there on the side of the road, that ain't it. <laughs> all you say is, I'd like to speak to my attorney, please. I'm not saying shit. <laughs> Uh, right. So I'm not saying that did or didn't happen either. Since we didn't see the whole thing, we weren't there. On that one, CB, I have to say, okay, you know what? Maybe, just maybe. But from the vantage point of that video, that nothing he could have said to her. Let me tell y'all. Y'all know the word white women hate the most. I don't care if he called her a cunt 15 times. It did not justify torturing that man like that. They hate that word. Boy, they hate it. I think it's funny. Uh, and Jim Jeffries made me love it more. But eh, does it justify using that kind of force on them? Really? Doesn't matter what he said. Doesn't matter what he said. You know? And so I just think she, you know, again, she's a shining example. You can't even call that excessive force. That's not even excessive force. That was, was torture. Was yeah, yeah, because he was handcuffed. He was subdued. Ooh, I can see, see if he wasn't handcuffed and he was struggling. He was struggling yeah. and resisting resisting the arrest mm -hmm. but it wasn't none of that he was laying on the car with handcuffs hand behind his back and she just tased him over and over and then was talking shit to him while he was doing it he couldn't do shit that's when you talk shit <laughs> yeah it's your punk ass you came up with a little old girl <laughs> she lighting him up come on man come on <laughs> <laughs> That's why I don't like handcuffs and all that shit. Mm -mm, no. Just ask me to put my hands somewhere. I got to be able to move and use them up. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. <clears throat> okay. Listen, man. 
I'm telling you. What we got? Keep it rolling. So moving right along. Okay, so Rick Ross and it's like Rick Ross and Fifty Cent has got a little something going back and forth. And apparently, so Rick Ross has a few words for Fifty Cent after he allegedly made a comment about his first week sales. And then, of course, Fifty Cent got something that he's got to say about Rick Ross too. Now, with these guys that are like, you know, we look at them as, you know, because they're like, you know, iconic, like artists back in the day, like really coming up, doing the damn thing, making it happen. Then they get at this age, at these heights, and they start going at each other. Do you guys think that stuff could actually start with the whole East Coast, West Coast thing again with artists going back and forth? Well, you know, that's kind of, I mean, it's possible. Anything's possible. But you got to realize, do you know when battle rap really started? You know what two rappers started it? I personally don't. It's Kumo D and LL Cool J. Oh, I would have never said that. Wow. It's Kumo D and LL Cool J. And they wrote wrote it. They wrote their stuff together. Mm -hmm. They got together and said, hey, let's do this. And it went it, it went viral. Right. It started a whole new new side to the rap. You know, they brought that to the table. And they did it consciously. Right. They didn't have a beef. They created a beef on wax. And wow. several artists have followed that throughout the years. Mm-hmm. Now, is there some real beef that's happened between East Coast, West Coast? Sure, absolutely. You know, so when you ask that question, mm-hmm. you know, I think it could happen again. Well, yeah, anything can happen again, but you don't know when it's real beef and when it's not. Yeah. Because they don't tell you, because then if they tell you, then it would ruin the record. Exactly. But don't you think that some people take it too far because you're right, like I said, LL and Kumo D is what, get, they get credit for the beginning of it. I'm sure there are people underground doing it, but they get credit for taking the rap battle mainstream. That being said, I also think that the industry deliberately promotes that type of stuff from us. They'll push our violence. They'll push our other shit. But what they won't do, they won't push good stuff. They, they, they won't push anything positive like love and, and, and positivity. No, no. But you start talking about that because it sells. And unfortunately, you know, our young people take that shit seriously, think it's real. And they want to go live it out. And then we have this whole situation. But do I think it'll get to that level of too fucking big again? No. And I mean, I'm a conspiracy theorist, but I also don't believe that the person who's heavily responsible for a lot of that is uh, having troubles of his own right now. So no, all that, well, I think it'll go that far again. No, but you have to keep up diversity because it keeps people interested. So yeah, like George said, you kind of have to make some of that shit happen, but damn man, don't let it, don't make life imitate art because he's got just talking shit. Dr. Dre said that years ago in the show, 1992. He said, we're not doing that. He was like, he said, just he said it's our job we're just doing a job but mm-hmm, people, mm-hmm. people don't know that that's why people wear shoes they wear clothes they wear because these are our influences sadly <clears throat> but yeah i don't know okay yeah 
Oh, well. So, so um, does, does anybody have um, any more ones before I close it and say what I have to Because I have like two things that I need to add before we roll out. Uh, I, don't. Uh, I thought you were going to talk about the house in Virginia. Uh, yeah. So, um, what? I have that because I got that video up. <laughs> so, this is the thing, guys. I just want you to know something. Okay. Not all the 411 makes it on the night of 411. Okay. Like, I sent a video to George and forgot that I sent the video, but this shit is epic. So, roll it, George. Just roll it. What? Okay. Because it's epic. Huge explosion leveled a home in Arlington, Virginia, where police were serving a search warrant. Virginia police say they were investigating a man who fired a flare gun dozens of times from the home. A short time after they arrived at the house, authorities said they heard shots fired from inside, and then things took a turn. Wow, CNN's Gabe Cohen is in Arlington, Virginia. Gabe, what's the latest from there? Nothing. <laughs> it's just a little while ago. They still are not confirming whether or not the man who was inside that home, uh, believed to be inside the home when it exploded, survived. But of course, you can tell from the video just how extreme that blast was. If you look behind me, uh, that's what's left of the house uh, right there across this park. You can see the, the debris still smoldering this morning. There is debris up in the trees, a burnt out car, it looks like right outside of the house. Miraculously, there were several police officers and police vehicles right outside the home when this blast happened uh, just after 8 p.m. local time last night. None of them seriously hurt. And it was a massive explosion, as you can tell from that video. The home wasn't just leveled. Uh, windows across the neighborhood were blown out. The entire neighborhood was shaking. People five miles down the road in D.C. could feel and hear the blast and see that uh, smoke rising from the area. As I mentioned, that dramatic scene had started hours earlier, four hours earlier, when police came to the area. They say they were dealing with the man who lives inside that home who was barricaded in the house, firing flares into the neighborhood, a flare gun shooting 30, 40 flares across the neighborhood. Eventually, police got a search warrant. They said they tried to enter the home. That's when witnesses in the neighborhood said they could hear the man open, opening fire uh, with a gun into uh, toward police, police retreating. And shortly after that is when the home exploded, John. Mm, mm, mm. I, I, think, I think he's running from the law. He pulled a Machiavelli. He's going to make it seem like he blew up and disappeared. And he's going to go to Mexico like Andy Dufresne. <laughs> 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 I'm telling you, I'm telling you, he poured Dufresne on him. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. He, said, he said, I blow myself up because I ain't crawling through shit. But uh, he pulled a nandy on him. <laughs> His man. Yeah. Crazy. All right, that's that okay. Funny. All right, all right. <laughs> nah, that's interesting. <laughs> so um so I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap up my 411 by saying um my deepest condolences to the family and friends and loved ones and everyone who's known uh entertainment attorney kendall mentor here in georgia 
died earlier today. Um, he was Jermaine Dupree's, Goody Mob, Peter Tasha, Shanti, Ron Ayers. He was all of them because he has a roster that's from here to freaking Africa of um, you know, those that he represented. So he was a big deal here. I know his funeral is going to be ridiculous, but uh, my condolences. And um, at a special, special, special happy birthday to my god baby, Kevy Jr. He is one year old on today, and this is his little picture, guys. Is, is he is he is he up listening to the show? Is he partying? That's is he got a forty? Look, look, he's, a 40? he's probably sleeping because he's been busy all day long. So I mean, yeah. it's almost midnight. He damn well should be. No. Oh, he, he, yeah, he's gonna be right where he at, honey, in La La Land. Um, uh, yeah. So that is right all right right one, guys. Cheers, cheers, and, uh, and I'll I'll cheers all that. And um, does anybody have anything else going? Let's go, let's go, let's go. I really, I really don't on this one. Um, I have a, I know we got a pretty good segment, but uh, uh, <clears throat> I just had it. You know, you know, I don't have any for one, uh, George. I don't know if you got uh, USCB got any. Uh, do you have I, any sports I, I, uh real quick I, I just got a couple things to say but then i got i need my other segment because i gotta get some shit and shit off my chest all right go ahead and roll <laughs> <laughs> are we doing sports yeah go ahead and do that we, first we and, then, uh, and then don't be a dick after that oh okay yeah. Yo, yo, let's get it. Sports and fitness with Roger Hawkins. Uh, two things. One, I know we got on it last week. Uh, I hope you folks are kind of working on trimming the fat from your diet, literally and figuratively. And two, I still want to, you know, we work on these abs. We're doing abs for the month of December. So, you know, if you happen to have before and after pictures or if you happen to want to show results and all that, I think we, can, we need to arrange some merch for y'all that's doing that. You know what I'm saying? Let me, if you got no pack, give me bullet. If you got two, give me three. I'll take, you know, you know. Weird geometric. Let's keep it going. I'm gonna keep you guys inspired about this this whole uh, month. Uh, that and then the only other thing I have to say is the Chiefs are playing like shit right now. I'm not very happy. They look like trash. I love them, but fuck them. so anyway, uh, <laughs> we're not happy in the Chiefs land and Chiefs kingdom. But uh, it's all good, you know. <clears throat> everybody, you know, has to go to peaks and valleys. So that being said, that's all I got. Uh, anybody have anything else? Mimi, you want to step on my, my subject real quick? I know you know something. <laughs> Gee, you got something? <laughs> anybody? <laughs> Otherwise, like I said, we'll keep it moving. <clears throat> we'll keep it moving. I just had to get it off my chest. We keep it moving. We got a new PCB? Cardinals ain't doing shit. Mm. You said, you said, wait, wait, everything you yeah, said, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, let me get it, let me get it. <clears throat> yeah, for real, for real. Here we go, <clears throat> wait a minute. Let me do this first. Hold on, I need Warning, the following video contains explicit language, which may be offensive to some viewers or inappropriate for children. The content within this video is intended for mature audiences only. Whatever happened to chivalry? When 
did all break down Seems like everyone's selling their bullshit in this town Whatever happened to loyalty? Nobody's got your back Is it your friends or is it your enemies on the attack? Everybody wants to be something they're not Welcome to Does This Make Me a Dick with Roger Hawkins. <laughs> I mean, you know. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm going to go pretty quickly, but I got some doozies today. I'm just in the mood to be an asshole, so here we go. Um, <laughs> first one, if you give your partner, let's say a kidney in Oregon, and y'all get divorced. Is it wrong of me to say you should get that shit back? That's some bullshit. No, you don't do that. That's wait, wait a minute. Say it again. <laughs> what, what, if you get married to somebody and you give them a kidney and y'all get divorced, should you get your kidney back? <laughs> Let's go to the hospital and get this shit cut out right quick. Let's go. Yeah, pretty much. So, so, so you're going to go lay up in another motherfucking bag with my JJ kidney? Said, JJ, JJ, because, you know, our people have a say. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, I'm dead ass. I'm dead. Listen, now, you, hey, listen, you can get one of the cars, you can take half the furniture, you know, you get the key. I'm giving a kidney. You can have all that shit back, but yeah, get, get, run it, run my stuff. Yo, you and that dude that you're fucking on dialysis because you ain't doing it with my kidney. So, you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> I am going to keep you prayed up for your okay? <laughs> 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 yep. And I mean, what? What? I'm curious. <laughs> what? What? Oh my gosh! I, mean, I pray that nothing happens to your kidney over there because Roger is a dick. <laughs> she she non conditional. I got several rules. <clears throat> I said you go, know, you can stay gone, but I bet either I can take that bitch out or you can let a doctor. But you can't. One and done. That's it. <laughs> Yeah, you think he would take it back? She might look and be like, mm, <laughs> it might. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> I'm, I'm that dude. Anyway, uh, uh, okay, I got another. I got another one. I got another one. <clears throat> so, wow. Uh, guess what? Right. See, see, been done. Whoever it is is my fucking hero. Whoever did it is my hero. You welcome. You welcome. No, 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 no. No yeah, way. In, in, in 2020, um, let's see. It is a <laughs> whatever. <laughs> whatever. Anyway, anyway, I'm moving right along. Okay, okay. So here's the next one. Here's the next one. <clears throat> there's another. Okay, so there's a person 
So if you're married to a person, right, and then you guys get divorced, and it was nasty, and things didn't go a certain way, and he or she is now remarried, but they're dying. They're dying of cancer, dying of whatever, and then they come to you and say, the kids come to you, and the ex comes to you and goes, we really, really need your help financially and all kinds of other things and all that and the kids are going hey this is our other parent and all that we love this person do you help out <clears throat> they're dying do you help out you, you divorced maybe moved on maybe not but do you help them out and the kids are begging and asking all that shit <clears throat> bueller bueller motherfucking bueller <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, I'm stuck on the kidney thing, man. I I I totally missed that whole one because I'm stuck on the kidney. Hey, a long a long island a long woman filed a claim asking for the kidney she donated so that her boss could move up on the donor list after the boss fired her shortly after she donated the kidney. Oh no! <laughs> you know what? I read that. I read that. Wait, wait, wait. This case. This is a case that the court tried in Philadelphia, but this case comes shortly two years after a man in New York who gave his now ex-wife one of his kidneys and asked for it back in the divorce settlement when he found out she cheated on him. <laughs> yeah. Wow. What? I mean, I'm, I'm saying it. I'm saying it. I'm saying it. I do this. I'm, I'm shocked. I love, I love every one of them. Um, <coughs> but, and then, okay, listen. Listen, again, right now, baby, you're pulling from the no shit pile. Hey, tell them we don't know. I think I'm perfectly normal. See, I admit things. <laughs> I own my shit. Okay. This is the thing, JJ. There's some people on earth that are dicks. We happen to have one on our team. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> we got every guy alive wants to have or be one. So there's that, I guess. Um <laughs> does the fact that he does the fact that he corrected the spelling on that make him a dick? Yes, I love that too. I'm here for it. <laughs> I'm here. Okay, so on the second part, on the second one, JJ said there's no right or wrong answer. I 103% disagree. Yes. Okay, so since none of you pussies want to own up to it, here's Roger's answer to that second question. Do you help her out? Nope. Nope. Listen, I'm going to be dead with you. It doesn't matter how much I love you or loved you or something like that. If we get divorced. Now, if it's amicable, I guess, but in a situation where things have been done wrong, it was nasty. Anyway, about that, it's just like you said, just being nasty and doing somebody dirty and, and making their life miserable, then go get married and blah, 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 blah. And and it's it's been bad the whole time. And then you come back at the end and go, Can you, sir? Would you, sir? Could you please? Roger would absolutely, I would actually go to the hospital, bend down, kiss her hand, whisper in her ear. Tell Jesus I said hi. Go fuck yourself. And I pulled the plug and walk away. No, you can't do your boy wrong. No, you can't do it. I'm 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 vindictive. I'm spiteful. I'm just that dude. I mean, it is what it is. Especially if I haven't given you a reason to. If I'm giving you a reason to, do what you want to me. I've given you a reason. But if I'm, if, if I legitimately have not, 
<laughs> Fuck you, Fiji fish. I'm just, I'm just not Roger, that guy. What? I just really, I just really want to believe that you can really be that guy, and I don't really think you can because, you know, your wife, you guys have been married for a really, really long time. You cannot possibly be the kind of dick that you're being right now. You can't possibly be that. As long, as long but no, here's the thing: I have all the potential in the world to be. I'm just saying, under all of these different circumstances, 100%. <laughs> Shut up. Listen, I'm sorry. It's been a long day. Y'all got to understand it's a long day. And I wasn't even near the campus. <clears throat> Bless the dead. But, uh, no, can I be 100% if you give me reason to be and I can build no conscience? Because I don't deliberately shit on people. Things happen to everybody. I don't deliberately do people dirty. And, again, none of us is perfect. But what I'm saying is, if you drag me through stuff that long and do all that, no, I, my call yeah. game cold in. So no, there's no. I'm sorry, coming and you can't come back around after that. You can't just run me through the mill and then think I'm gonna say, okay, I'll let it go just one more See, time. This is why I think Roger and I get along so well because <laughs> I think one of the common traits that we both have is that we're technically classified. We would be technically classified as a sociopath. Sociopath. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. You know, I mean, that means you, you you can kill everybody in the room and not even feel bad about it. You know what I mean? But you know it because you love friends and people, but the potential's there. You know it's there. You own it. That's where self control comes into play. And I have I have a whole rant about that too. But I'm just I'm just saying, don't give me a reason to. You never have to worry about that because I'm in control. That's a great thing, self control. <clears throat> so that's a good story for another day. But I'm, I'm closeted, George. I'm closeted. Okay, uh, real quick, here's another one. I'm going to throw this at y'all just because, hey, is it me or am I the only person in the world who now hates and is sick of the name Samaj? Now, let me explain to y'all for those that don't know what Samaj is. It's James Patrick. <laughs> exactly. And somebody thought that shit was so clever once upon a time. And it was. It's what? Okay. Have you ever seen that, George? <clears throat> From the movie no. Lottery Ticket, Charlie Murphy's character's name was Samaj. That's not the. I, I heard about it before that, but it's funny. I've heard. I heard it years ago, but even before the movie. But again, it's James spelled backwards. I think whoever did it first or even second was probably pretty clever, pretty funny. But now. It kind of irks my damn soul when I see these young children come along. His name is Samaj Malik Mustafa Hightower Jr. the third, and it's just like, I don't know. It's, it's something about it that bugs me. I don't know. I'm I'm a dick. Like I said, it ain't nothing wrong with him. I just it's something about it that bugs me. Anyway, you said all those names like you really know someone by that name. <laughs> like, hey, what if somebody? What if you Google it and somebody got that name? <laughs> Um, yeah, there's a lot of people with that name. That, my, wow. point, my point, exactly. I'm looking at it right now. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm done. I'm done. <clears throat> okay. I've never heard yeah, it. But, it sounds pretty though. Oh, for, but that's the thing. Yeah. Okay, this one, this one's really gonna listen. I'm already, I'm already going to hell on scholarship, but this is gonna get y'all ticket punch for going with me because y'all gonna look at me and be like, okay, <clears throat> does it make me a dick? Because I think. That if you get on an airplane and you know that you're 113 or you're this big and your bag is this big, and if you can't lift it over your head and put it in that overhead bag yourself, you shouldn't be allowed to bring it on the plane. Because what you're doing is you're actually bullying people into 
giving you their their time and energy and entertaining you because nobody wants to be thought of as a dick or not being nice to an old person or a little bitty lady or whomever. <clears throat> so I feel you either should get charged double or lift some fucking weights. That's just my thought. That's just my thought. Because that ain't fair. That ain't fair. That's just like me walking down the street with my pecker out expecting somebody to come and help a butt out. Like I said, that's not cool. But I think you debo people by doing that. I Listen, I, I just noticed it because I fly a lot. And yes, I help people from time to time. But the shit bugs me because you get on knowing somebody's going to do it. Knowing somebody's going to do it. But is that fair? Is it really fair? I think we should be charging people. <laughs> hey, everybody's like, dude, gotta go to church. He needs to go to church. <laughs> I be by myself on this one. I don't care. <laughs> Just so you know, uh, Samaj is actually the name of one of Noah's sons. Nigga, man, I don't believe that. You know, I don't believe that. I believe. I believe whoever rewrote the Bible put that in there because I know James is in the Bible. I don't believe that shit. Hey, so hey. So I think we need to jump into our topic while we only have some ad minutes left. So. <laughs> okay. Wait, wait, no, no, no. Wait, wait. You took, no, you took, you took it away from me last week. I got one more. Y'all ain't going to take this shit away. This is my last one. This is my last one. No. <laughs> I got I to do it. I got to do it. Because we, we had a guest last week. So does this make me a dick? Because as a rule, you don't necessarily talk about uh, you, know, you, know, you, know, you don't talk about uh, other other people's children, but <laughs> I, I just I just want to know: is this not to be talking shit and all that? It is. Come on, come on! Oh no! You know what? I found his mother. I found his mother. I found his real biological mother. <laughs> you know what? Hey, y'all, you're welcome. You're welcome. Listen, I don't really get a shit. Y'all can get mad at me all you want. Get a reason. People say, don't look my little skin. If CB and the boys is blackballed by T.I., we know why. <laughs> he, 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 he can't whoop me. I know he think he's a badass, but him and his son ain't. So you can get mad and sue me, but, you know, he can't whoop me. So... No, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. But I only do that because he's a little dickhead, and and that's why I don't feel bad. And he's 18, so he's not a kid. So, eh. But anyway, Ti. You're right. He's got a one-way ticket. I'll see y'all there. Listen, Ti. I know you probably don't like me no more. I like your music, bro. I like your music. I think you're a really savvy businessman. And I know you're mad at your son too. But since he's talking shit to other people that work at Waffle House, nah, little dude, gotta go. Gotta go. Anyway, I'm done, George. I'm out. I'm done. <laughs> you know, it's actually a bunch of those. <laughs> I know it is. It ain't just me. I know. <laughs> George, do you have your segment? <laughs> yes. Seconds? Yes. Yes. Let's go. <laughs> oh, hold on. Oh. Hold on. Don't put nothing up on, on that baby. No. Before George. I do. George. He ain't a fucking baby. Stop, stop. He ain't no baby. No. Bam. See? See? We done. We done. Okay, okay. 
Hey, I didn't create it. It's on the internet. You uh, I'm done. Don't be a dick path. You're about to be on that side of the segment. Okay? Hey, hey, welcome to the welcome to the family. Welcome to the family. <laughs> I'm, just I'm just saying. Okay, let's go. I didn't. I didn't make it. It was just already there. <laughs> go ahead, start your segment. Any <laughs> seconds to last? Work list and fuck on us go. Roll it. Roll it. There you go. Wait for it. I'm close to the cycle. <laughs> information in 90 seconds or less here we go the most visited country on the planet is france with 90 million visitors who who's at number two is spain 92 percent of the world's currency is digital it, the wealthiest company in the world is apple with 2.7 trillion dollars Brazil boasts that the most biodiverse that they are the most biodiversity country on the planet, with more than fifty thousand species of trees and planets. Scientists say tears tell you the reason someone's crying. If a tear drops from the right eye, it's tears of joy. If it drops from the left, it's tears of pain. The longest reigning mark art ever in the world was Louis the 17th of France. He ruled for 72 years and 110 days. And there you have it. <clears throat> this information in 90 seconds or less. I bet the next time somebody cries. Oh, okay. Hold on. Hold on. Hold <laughs> All right. Which eye which did that come out of? <laughs> All right, perfect timing. We got about three quarters of an hour, so that's good, good, good. CB, my lady, would you like to tell everybody what today's sujeto is, and we'll kind of jump in. Well, the topic um, is talking about the difference between a single-parent home and a two-parent home. Uh, if it is true that in a two-parent home, they have an advantage over a single-parent home. Basically, what prompted this, there was this TikToker who did an interview, and she was saying that um, single women or single mothers produce the worst children. And speaking as a single mom, I say bullshit. Um that's not true. Whether a child comes from a single parent home or a two parent home, people, I've seen people come from two parent homes and be totally fucked up. So I don't think that whether you come from a single mother or a, a home where you have two parents, I don't think that that has a bearing on how you're going to turn out in life. So what are you guys' thoughts on that? Manel, how do you hear? Uh, 
JJ's got a good question. Mm-hmm. Are we talking yeah. about a traditional two-parent home or yes, uh traditional? She okay. was definitely anti-LGBTQ. So she was talking about a traditional. And see, I have a problem with that. I think as long as a child gets love, that's what counts. There are many kids who, you know, and I, I learned this my way because one, um, I was an only child by my mom, but I had the best of both worlds because my dad was also still in my life. And I still had the opportunity to have siblings because I have half siblings and a stepbrother, but I have half siblings. So I had, you know, I was raised an only child. I got whatever I wanted, spoiled brat, still am proud of it, whatever, unapologetically it is what it is. But anyway, but um, it doesn't change who I am and it didn't define who I am. Um, Whether I had my mom and dad together or, you know, you know, raised by my mom, a single parent. So I don't think that that has any bearing on that. I think um, as long as a child is loved, because many times I would rather have had, and my kids even expressed this to me, they would rather have me and my time rather than getting the latest new gadgets or the latest new kicks or whatever. Uh, Because sometimes, you know, being a single parent, at least in my experience, I did overcompensate and give them whatever they wanted, you know, as a substitute for me being at work all the time or doing something like that. So um, I don't think that, you know, whether it was a single parent or or two parent home, I don't think it it should make a difference. Okay. So that's as a single parent. We got multiple single parent. Yeah, I was definitely a single parent too. So I raised, it's interesting because (laughs) it is what it is. So my daughter was raised with me and she's just like super cool. And then my son was raised with his dad who was a cop in the military. And he's just, he's just all over the place. Um, he's definitely the, the helicopter bungee jumper, military crazy, just, just off the rockers. So mm-hmm. um, I think it, you know, it, it has different bearings. It's really and truly how the kid was raised with, whether it's a single or a double parent. Like if you're raised with a lot of love and attention and all the things that they need and just let them be and keep them at bay, but keep them respectful and, you know, mold them in the way that you think that they should be so they can, you know, whatever happens in society later, they can carry themselves is one thing. But then if you decide that, you know, you're going to raise them out in the freaking woods with a gun in their hand and, you know, from little, then they're going to grow up to just be like, I'm going to do whatever I want because my daddy taught me when I was five that I could put, shoot a gun. And so it's all depending on how they're raised, you know? Just, I mean, gee, both, so George, you were just talking about both of your folks are still alive. Uh, um, I don't know. I'm assuming they were together the whole time you were growing up. So what's your thought process? And now because we are all older and parents, you can kind of give a little bit of feedback from that standpoint as well. Well, come on, Papa. that's interesting <laughs> because 
there's so many scenarios that change things because you could be um, your traditional or your two-parent home was a single child and then you have siblings. So what you get with an only child versus what you get with siblings right. is oh, yeah. completely opposite end of the schedule. Yeah. Right. But just on a just in G, just in generalities though, you know, because we know there's a lot of situations, but like because again, you have both of yours. Uh, right. Which is which is which is sadly is very rare with us. Yes. And so, and so so again, I think I think the, the I think the agreement is there's so many different scenarios, like you said, that yeah, you can okay, so here's what I think when we talk about traditional, we're talking about the rule, not the exception. So if you're talking about the rule should be that obviously if you have two parent home you get you get complimentary roles and da, da, da. we also know how non-traditional families go we know how you know um blended families and things like that go so to answer the overall the overall question just in general do i think it's better yeah i think from a traditional standpoint obviously it's better for multiple reasons but again if i was raised in a predominantly single family i say 90 four percent single parent you know i had a father in a home from about age nine to 14 that was it um <clears throat> so i didn't have a lot of that before that single mom after that single mom slash grandma <clears throat> so i didn't have it um but at the same time i look at my situation now and i think i know just how you know how sometimes you can bounce one off the other because you're not going to always agree with either one. But you, if you have the right combination, then there's a balance in there. Now again, oftentimes we tend to choose differently, shall I say, when we're younger than we would if we were a little bit older, middle age, and that goes to show that you look back. Why do you think if you ask 90% of people, yo, the person that you may have had a kid with or got married to or did whatever with back in your 20s, say now, would you do it again? Most people are like, yeah, because you're different. You're different majority of the time. But but still, stand, from the standpoint of where I'm coming from, because I grew up without a father, which I never use as an excuse because I found role models in different people. I found most of my role models were coaches. <clears throat> so they were a coach or a teacher or someone that could teach me something. Luckily, all decent human beings from the standpoint of just showing things. They're just things that women can't teach kids. Any more you things. Had none that took you to summer camp up in the woods. No, I didn't, get, I, didn't, I didn't get to do a camp happy for us because they said, you know, they said I was, you know, I liked it too much. Roger, Roger, <laughs> George is being a dick right now. <laughs> let me find, let me find that, let me find that out. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Sometimes that's what counselors want to see. <laughs> I don't think, I, let me tell you something. If Roger had a coach that took him up, in 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 the yeah, yeah. he would not be he would not be here today. To, to. Yeah, I'd be locked up. I'd be locked up because yeah. <laughs> but um, 
But the thing is, like, again, and we're, we're, we're joking, but it's true. My wrestling coach was a huge father figure. My science teacher, who was one of my good friends' dads and, and ex-Marine, was another good. So I had intelligent, like, like manly men. Well, I'm sorry. Don't even get me started on the pussification, these soft-ass perm-wearing pussies nowadays. But there's <laughs> a difference. It was manly men. You know what I'm saying? They showed you how to be a man, be a father, work on vehicles, get dirty. Dude, that's what you spoke. That's how I want to You're very lucky because that doesn't even happen a lot. I mean, I think right. back then, it was easier. It was different than today, mm -hmm. you know? Well, you, we, you were supposed to have neighborhood fathers and neighborhood. We didn't have any of that. Ninety percent of kids in my neighborhood were single. And there was like three or four fathers, and they didn't. They weren't trying to take to us in the neighborhood because they knew if they had a daughter. Guess what you're trying to do? So they weren't trying to give us an education because we was trying to give the, their daughters education. So we didn't have neighborhood fathers. I I ended up being that neighborhood father before I moved out here, and even still to some degree here, because I understand what that what that what that meant. But the truth of the matter is, and CB said it, and you said it, we all said it. <clears throat> Do I think you can raise a decent person? A hundred percent, obviously. Like I said, I'm a shiny example. Obviously, you can raise an okay person being a single parent, but there are things that will be missed, and it doesn't matter how good of a parent you think you may be. Because you know, I've very rarely heard somebody go, "I suck as a parent." Least of all, you know. Uh, but the truth is, there are going to be missing elements. Can it be made up? Yeah. But does it does it manifest itself in another way? Yes. So again, if I'm if we're just going to make a blanket statement, is it better? I say if you have you know minus the crazy shit. No, no abusive alcoholics or drug addicts or felons or whatever. But if you just have mom and dad in the house, you know everybody goes to work, does their thing. Yes, I think that's better. You have to have that dynamic. It's balanced because what, got, what ends up happening. Hmm? If you got June and Ward Cleaver. Yeah, well. <laughs> All right. I have a question for you guys. So we had talked earlier like about um, everybody having their price. So let mm -hmm. me ask you, June and Ward Cleaver. Beaver is uh, an aspiring artist and he wants to learn more. And someone like, say, Beaver gets the opportunity to go to um, Puffy's boot camp for uh, artist development. Do you think that uh, the Cleavers that Ward and June would let him go? Well, no. Is this, is this is this before they knew what was going on at Puffy Boot Camp? <laughs> but here's the, here's the catch. Good question. Puffy is going to pay them to let Beaver go. So Let's say Puffy oh, hell no. I ain't fucking with Puffy. hundred thousand dollars to let Beaver go to the boot camp. Alone? You talking about alone without them? Or, or with them. See, that right there, the problem is if you have two working parents, ain't no way you have an able bodied father in the house, ain't no fucking way. He ain't got that kind of price. Most men, unless they're addicted to something, unless they're addicted to something powerful, most men will never sell their child because our job is to lay down and die at any moment for our children. I don't live for my kids, but at any moment, 
I'll stop breathing. So that being said, I got here fucking mind. I'm never that broke or destitute. That's a challenge to my manhood. And that's why you get these either single moms that don't have a way out and they need that big money, or they got some weak ass dude in the back letting her run the show, and that's how those kids end up like that. Come to my door and ask if I can ask my kids. Ask him it how ask them to come ask me that and see what they tell you. Say, go uh, ask your dad. Can you come I'm, with me for a hundred thousand dollars? He's willing to give you a million dollars. You know what I'm gonna do? You know what I'm gonna do? What's up? I'm gonna take the money and then I'm gonna send somebody else's kid. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, no, listen, he got me to me. George got my seat. Hey, George is going to hell on the chair. What? I don't even want but this month, George is cheating numero uno. Christ almighty, man, listen. I'm bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna take the money and send somebody else's kid. They want your kid. Okay. <laughs> yes, the, 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 the kid is a kid. Trafficking, right? Oh, Go to jail for that. <laughs> hey, come out of here, baby. Come out of baby. Damn, dog. Go to Alaska. Um, but oh, but I, I see. I see what you're saying, CB. We said everybody has a price. The thing is, and um, this is not a brag or posting like that. Mm-hmm. First of all, a million dollars really ain't a lot of money, but it is. Second of all, if you really understand how to get it, and I know a lot of people do not. So let me just speak for me. I can't speak for anything else. There is no price. There is no price. Because what you have done is you have condemned your daughter. You have ruined your child, daughter, son, whatever. You've ruined them forever. As long as you can live with the fact that you have ruined them forever because that's a trauma they cannot come back from. That $30 million ain't going to do shit but help Cassie. Uh, um, self-medicate and probably self-destruct. There is no amount, not a trillion, not a billion. But I'm not destitute either. There's nothing that would make me do that. I, now here's the thing. If your child comes to you and goes, I absolutely am going to go with it without your permission. You know what I do? <clears throat> okay, now I take my hands off. Because, and this is where I mean, this is where I become that person. If you disobey and then you go do it and then you come back and you want my help, my hands are off. My door's closed. Whole I will not. Problem. I will not. Because not. the thing about it is that you don't, you don't mess yourself up. And now you, and you want to fix it. You want you want to clean it. Yes, and you I won't do it. Because, because the parent is going to be on this. You know what? You right. went over there and now you want me to come clean your shit. And then that's going to be the child's retaliation back and forth with the parent. because No, it's not. It won't be that. It won't be that. It'll be simply... I told you not to. You disobeyed. You are now on your own. So when you come back, you got somewhere to stay and all that, but you want me to go fix that? Absolutely not. You disobeyed. I'm not a, I tell you all the time, I'm not a three strike dude. I'm not. <clears throat> because if, if so I'm doing everything, you, you, you may not even have no place to stay. You mess around and get to my door, I'll look at you like this. Well, uh, you know, I mean, the thing is, with girls and with boys, is different. With my son, it'll be like, hey, find a tree. My he's in the military. My girls always got somewhere to stay, but you disobey. And the problem is, it's going to, I mean, it's going to be tougher living here now than wherever because, yeah, I'm pulling everything up because I don't, I don't reward that kind of behavior. I don't care how old you get. I don't reward right. you deliberately disobeying, going, doing something detrimental. So to that, I say no. But again, <clears throat> as men, we can walk out the house right now legally and come home with several hundred dollars legally. 
It's very little that you can do at midnight and come home legally with $500. It's just the truth. You can't. You don't want to. You ain't doing nothing dirty or hard or whatever. So I say that to say in a household, we all have certain options and advantages. And that's why I say it is preferable to have the balance. It's not always going to happen, but it's preferable because the thing is, look, I know a single dad who's going around on my track team. And, you know, again, from the straight and narrow and all that, she was great. I mean, great kid. Never got in trouble, blah, 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 because dads were X's and O's. But you know what? She got to college, uh, got done, and she still ended up deciding she wanted to be with somebody and get pregnant. It doesn't matter. I also know people that were single moms who, you know, went to school, got doctors, and got married and did the right. It doesn't matter. And then I can tell you lots of stories where the shit didn't go that way. And I just feel like, to my own credit, my, you know, sometimes my kids will tell me, I am happy and thankful that I do have this because I see how jacked up some of my friends are. When one parent is way off balance, guess what? You have nowhere to go. You don't have any help. Mm -hmm. But and so if you got attitude, if you mad, if you whatever, guess what? They have to endure that. <clears throat> and if you and I usually say with the boys and women, if you're a boy child in the house of a woman who is masculine or playing mama, daddy and Santa Claus, it usually goes south. Mm -hmm. because there's no balance. It doesn't say you're a bad person. It just says you cannot teach what you don't know. <clears throat> I want my children to look up and say, no matter how nuts this fool is, yeah, you want your daughter to, to get somebody who resembles you as long as that's, you know, I want them to get somebody who's dead set on taking care of them, providing all that, but a little fucking crazy. I'm with that. I'm here for it. <laughs> I'm here for it. <laughs> so, you know, I didn't, you know, I wasn't that fortunate, but I'm also not on meth. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank God for small favors. Okay. <laughs> Never. <laughs> I'm on Jack. I'm on Jack. But, wow. But, but, you know, um, oh, so do you guys, and I, I do, I, I wholeheartedly believe that this over- these oversensitive. So when I was talking about control earlier, here's one of the things I'm going to say. <clears throat> people, people do. So do you guys believe that? Oh, you know, guys should be able to be vulnerable, be emotional, uh, uh, be be all these things. You know, at any given time <clears throat> with you know their woman, their whomever. Hey, Carrie, how you doing, sweetie? From time to time, after we have to be grown up a little bit, just a little bit. Don't hold it against us. Thank you for tuning in, though. <laughs> <clears throat> so, I mean, the, the, these, you know, and I, I had this discussion with my sister-in-law last week and then my younger daughter, she, 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 we get into it all the time, but we, uh, we have this discussion. What are your thoughts on that? Like really emotional men or hypersensitive men or men that are really in tune or vulnerable or whatever. What's your thoughts on that ladies? I said it before and I'll say it again. No woman wants a bitch. I'm sorry. I don't want a bitch ass man. I want somebody that can pick me up and spin me around and carry me around. If I fall down, I want somebody that can throw me over their shoulder. I don't want a bitch. You don't want someone where if you're out and trouble erupts, that they're going to run. Away so he can't be a sensitive bodybuilder? He can't be a sensitive bodybuilder? 
It's one thing about being sensitive, but there's another thing. There's a difference between being sensitive and having a heart and being a bitch. So say you're walking and okay. some dude comes up on a motorcycle and says, give me your purse. And the guy you're walking with is supposed to defend you. But instead, he runs away, leaving you standing there. So, so, yeah, no, there, there's a big difference. You know, you can be a sensitive body, okay? Sensitive having a heart is one thing. But being a bitch, mm-mm. I want someone that I feel protected by. If I, because I can protect myself, best believe, but I want to be with someone who can protect me. You men told, oh, we're the protectors. We're, we'll protect you. Stand behind me. I'll protect you. Mm-hmm. You want somebody that's going to be that. Stand behind me. I'll okay. protect you. That's what yeah. you want. You want a bitch who'll run away at the first sign of trouble. But no, no, I'm not talking about What about expression, Mimi? Expression. What about expression to you, letting you know something? You know, I feel this way. Yeah, no, I, you know what? I, I, um, I'm okay <coughs> with that. Not overly, overly sensitive, but my thing is that we should allow our men to be able to express themselves however that comes out. It is what it is. My thing is you're with a man. If it's a man that's a man that ain't out there doing no dumb shit and he ain't out there on some fag shit. And you ain't being, oh, it's okay. You know, all the bullshit. You know, that's just one thing. Because, you know, you can't measure, you can't really measure emotions. An emotional person is going to be an emotional person. If you have somebody that shuts Mm -hmm. down and they don't tell you shit, and then they go to the next woman out there and get their shit done, you're going to be pissed off. Oh, my God, he's cheating. He's this. He done shut down. That's because you was a bitch to him. You didn't allow him to be himself and be able to let him (laughs) express himself. And you know that's that. Then, then you get that. But it, it's okay yeah. to let him be emotional. Like just let him be. You know, shit. We get emotional. People do to us what we allow. What? A man is gonna do what we what you allow. If he cheats on you and you choose to stay, best believe he's gonna do it again. Yeah, but Chris, because we're talking about we're talking about we're talking about allowing yeah, our talking men. About- be open with us, be emotional with us, be able to express themselves to us versus shutting them down. Like, look, I don't want to hear that shit. Take that shit elsewhere. Shut them down. And then they go elsewhere because they're not getting it at home. But they need, you know, but and it doesn't have to necessarily be cheating. It's just taking themselves out of your equation because you don't want to hear that shit. But the thing is, if you have open communication, because the thing is, Communication is the key in any relationship, being it a romantic relationship, platonic relationship, business relationship, whatever the relationship may be, you have to communicate. No one is a mind reader. Right, but communication, but listen to this, Mama. Communication and allowing them to be emotional is two totally different things. We're talking about just allowing them to be emotional because that's where we're at with this. But you're saying yeah. I want I don't want no man to be no bitch in my world. I want him to fling me around and pick me up and talk to me. Hold on, Roger. Hold on. What I'm saying is I want a man that can protect me, make me feel 
protected. Now, it doesn't matter if he's sensitive. That's another thing or having a heart, you know, someone who cries at a movie. Okay, whatever. But if you don't feel protected by your partner or your date, then you might as well be alone. Everybody wants to feel protected. Everyone wants to feel like somebody's there that's got their back, that if something jumps off, you know that this person has got you. And if you're with somebody that you don't have that feeling with, then why are you with them? Okay. So so let me let me say this. Um and, and well, gee, let me what, what's your take first? Because I definitely want to know. <laughs> I'm sure I know, but tell me. <laughs> If we're talking sensitive, we're talking, we're talking more emotional right now, not physical. We're going to get to that too, but we're talking more emotional aspect of it. Yeah, because physically, dun, 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 I'm ready for that. Um, did y'all see what Mandy just said? I'm sorry before we continue. Mandy, yeah, yeah, yeah. facts. Your man should be totally comfortable. My job is to build you back up. You come to me broken. Men are humans. Mm-hmm. Facts, facts, facts. Yeah, facts. Sexy. That sums it all up. What's your thought, G? She's dope. For starters, I'm not going to come to you broken anyway. So. Hmm. Everybody has baggage. Yeah. Baggage, yeah, not, baggage, not broken, baggage, not... baggage and broken is two different things. Right. Broken <laughs> to the point of like abusing somebody and doing some shit. Like, I'm not going to sit up here not, talking about, oh, not baby, not even there's no counseling together that. because you got a problem and you just hit me and my eyes black shit. I'm not talking about, I'm, I'm saying that everyone has baggage, but if you decide to stick around and help them unpack their baggage, then that's your choice. Right. All right. Spill it. Spill it, G. Spill it. Okay. This is always fun. <laughs> well, I mean, it, ain't, it ain't much to spit. I mean, I but mean, you, but I, you, so you 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 like that? You're not going to be one of those. My 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 guess is, you know what? You're not going to come and and be like, let me put my hand in my lap and tell you how bad my day was, and it's just so tough out there. Exactly. Now, before y'all say anything, I don't even want I don't even want to talk about my day. I come home. I come home. My wife asked me. My wife used to ask me every single day, "How was your day?" Aww. She don't ask me no more. Right. You know but why? Because I give her the same answer. Yeah. I work. Yeah, I work. It's a real difference, ladies. Okay, ladies, let me just say this. I know you guys see a lot of stuff and listen on it, but let me let me tell you again. Did you hear how we just went through all that? Here's the difference between men and women. You know, your job is to come and, un- and unload, tell us all that shit, give us all the detail, do all these things. We have to listen because we love you. We don't give a fuck, but we love you. So go ahead and talk. Here's the deal. A man ain't going to do that for two reasons. One, that's not how we operate. We're not going to think, oh, it's so tough. And so on my bit because, like CD said, even though it's, it's a different way, it's kind of bitchy to us. It's not that we can't tell you, hey, shit was rough. But that's the most you're going to get out of us. You're not going to get all of these details. Don't do that. We come to you after the problem is solved and go, last week was a bitch. But here I am. That's what we do. We take it on silently. We take it on the shoulder because it's our job. And whether you like that or not, no, we're not going to be vulnerable. Vulnerable is bullshit. That's a word made up so that men can come and and give women the insight. You want to get inside. It's not that we don't have a certain feeling for you, but no. 
That's not what we share. You go to your boys and go, dog, uh, what would you do in this situation? We bounce it off our boys. We figure out, hey, how would you fix this problem? Can you help me go do it? But that's not part of your world. Our job is to protect and provide and make sure you're good. It's not confiding you. It's not that's anything major. That's not going to be an operate. So, yeah, I need to stop saying, come to me, come to me. I had this discussion with my sister-in-law last week, and she was unhappy. And my brother was like, he just shook his head and walked away like, you asked for it. Because she was like, he can do that to me all the time if you want. I said, bullshit. I said, if my brother came to you every Thursday crying about something, she was like, I would try to help him fix it. I go, yeah, you would. But in the back of your mind, you'd be like, damn, he's bitching and crying about this again. You would start to view him as a bitch. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's a different story, yeah. This is my point. You can't selectively say, be vulnerable. Come to me because y'all only want to hear it so many times. And then you're going to be like, well, dude, fix it. Or what can we do to fix it? Because you're tired of hearing it. So see, we just don't do that. It's not what we do. Now, it doesn't mean oh, no trust or love. It's how we operate. And, and so I say all that to say the reason that these sensitive punk-ass men out here is because there's an agenda and it's working. These hypersensitive guys, these overly emotional, you know what emotional men do? They do what that bitch-ass guy did today at UNLV. You know what emotional men do? And I didn't get a chance to share this with you guys last week, but I, I do have a friend, and if you look it up, it was in Omaha, Nebraska. A friend of mine's uh, niece was murdered by her boyfriend a couple of days after Thanksgiving. It just happened like last Monday. Sensitive-ass mm. men, these are boys. That's why men have to be in control. You guys get on us about this kind of stuff, but you better be glad we do have control. It's not about, we like to be stoic, but don't expect your man to fucking, we're not the same as you. Stop asking us to be emotional like you. An emotional man is a dangerous thing. You don't want an emotional man. We have emotions. We're not emotional. And you better be glad. If the world was full of emotional men, it'd be a lot more of y'all dead. I know men whoop the girls and hit them that's an emotional man. You don't fucking want that. You want a man who's in control of his emotions. Mm -hmm. And he and because if not, he let loose. Ain't nothing you can do about it. Nothing. From I'm that, just like from that point of view. You feel me? Yeah. You can't do anything if, if, if one of us decides to go. But I don't care how tough you think you are. You're not. And so you don't want an emotional man. That's how we were created. You know, and and and, and therefore. When I encountered that, I can't stand the bitch that's emotional dude. I don't have a problem with a dude coming to me going, hey, bro, something's going on, man. Talk to me. I'm your guy. Let's talk. Don't go, well, I can't tell my boy that. Stop fucking telling your auntie and your girls and baby's mamas all your woes. They do you as a bitch. And you know what happens? Each and every one of them has left him. Each and I love this man dearly. He's a brother I've never had. I love him. But he keeps getting left and cheated on and disrespected because he shows them where what his weakness is. I'm sorry, ladies, but y'all are vindictive. If the minute you decide, I'm a use for him. I'm bored. Uh, ugh, he's a bitch. I, I've got what I want. I can control him. The thrill is gone. <laughs> Listen, let anybody put any of my shit on the porch and see if it ain't smoke in the city, whether it's my house or not. I, uh, you can't call it only because I love this man so much. Can he call me and be like, dog, she put my shit out. And you're not in jail? See, you can't you can't do hey, that. And you talking to me? But you know what? I'd rather them talk to me than go crying to her. Don't you go knock on the door, I'll kick your ass. In front this is the point. This is why it's emotional. 
They better put their own shit out with it. Because I'm about to blow <laughs> everything up. You put my shit up with an angry, damaged mother. His mother was still mad. And when you mad at the little boy who looks just like his daddy, you mad at the little boy who looks just like the same sorry motherfucker that you laid down with. But now you mad at him. You're taking it out of your son. And your son never truly knows real love. So we talk about love. Love can't carry you but so far. You need yes. rules, regulations, and you need fucking rationale. It ain't just emotion. So this ties all into saying this is why, you know, obviously, if we look, if me and my bird was going to break up years and years ago, I would have never gone anywhere one way or the other until I, until my kids tell me, you know, daddy, you can get the hell out. You can leave. We're good. Other than that, I can endure all of this because I still rule the roost. I ain't scared of nothing up in here. I do what I want. So I'm not afraid or worried I'm going to be in trouble with this out there. I need to be next to those two crazy because they need me more than I need peace and all this other stuff. But I'm Mind. You see what I'm saying? I, and I'm, I'm saying all that to say it means that much to me because I understand the struggle of it not being there. So I'm I'm here at, for them. But they're adults now, so it's cool. But I'm still available and at their disposal. But these, these overly sensitive, sorry, punk, crying-ass dudes, oh, I can't stand any of them. That's why I love the fact that, you know, you know my kids like me, they're kind of nonchalant. Like, eh, it is what it is. <laughs> You can't do it. emotional men hurt people. Two vulnerable men, sad, out of control men hurt mm-hmm. people. And usually, if you got the right posture, like like he said, even if he's there but not in the same house, but if he's active, I ain't talking about here on Easter. I'm talking about active, whether it be every weekend or Wednesdays and Fridays. That's different. That's much more different than. I saw him when I was nine, and then I think I was 13. No, no. But then you need to find a suitable substitute. I don't, as long as it ain't, you know, I, you know, I ain't made on revs and deacons and all that because, ugh, those guys. But if you can find a mentor, <laughs> if mm-hmm. you can find a mentor, it is very, very, very much your, your likelihood of, 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 you know, him escaping some of that shit, it, it goes way up exponentially. So, Again, it goes back to my uh, but yeah, this young man, same thing. You know, he he he, gets into the, he kills this, this girl. They're arguing. The police come to the door, they knock on the door, bow, bow. Killed him, self after he killed her. No closure. You tell me what you're gonna do. I'm done, I'm cooked, I'm no good. I'm no good. You see what I'm saying? Because this, I don't know, I this dude, and he was he was much bigger than she was. He was pretty well built. She and so again, chances are it went on like that for a long time. And you ladies protect us, guys, because you think you love us. You protect us, even though the red flags are there. I wish my, I tell my kids all the time, you better hope the police get you before I do. Because if I find out some shit like that's going on, I'm killing him and I'm beating your ass consciousness. You, but they've never seen that happen, so they wouldn't know what to do with that kind of thing. They wouldn't have any idea what to do. If something, if somebody came with them crazy, but like, oh my god, I they would be like, I can't tell my father because this shit's over. That part, <laughs> that part. So, yeah. all right, this but, has definitely been a very interesting topic, and maybe uh, in the future we can definitely revisit that, or maybe even sure. expand upon it for next week. Who knows? Um, there's some more flavor into it. 
because oh, moving yeah. forward, guys, um, we're definitely going to be having these uncomfortable conversations, but necessary conversations. So be prepared to ruffle a few feathers, uh, those of you in the chat, because we're going to have to agree to disagree on some of these topics, guys, and this is what we want. You know, variety is the spice of life. We all have our variety is the spice of life. I like that. I thought they were lavish. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, so that's an interesting thing. You know, a lot of us, a lot of us were privy to that, if you will, of somebody coming in and going, you know, and for ladies, just let me put this out there for those of y'all that don't know. If you got a decent cat willing to do this, this is way bigger than you think. I know everybody thinks, who wouldn't love my child? He's so amazing. For a male to love another man's child like his own, mm-hmm. if you ain't making him fucking grilled cheese sandwiches, butt naked, clapping your cheeks and all that, you should be slapped because in the animal kingdom, by nature, no kills the young of another man to, to to keep his own line going. So only humans deliberately, we deliberately make that choice. So get off your high horse, drop the masculinity. And, and people go, what praise? That deserves a lot of praise and accolades because this is somebody voluntarily stepping into something he had nothing to do with and didn't ask for. So just just that type of gratitude, and it should never go away. I don't care if that kid is three or forty-three. <clears throat> you should every now and then you should you should just high five him and just you know you know top him on off or something like that. But hey, my guy, and then give him a beer and a sandwich and walk away. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, do do your thing. Like I said, do what you would like to have somebody do for you, whether your dad was there or not. Be the man you saw in your father or be the man you wished your father would have been either way be that guy because we need a lot of it we really do yeah well all right well that looks like a great place to um to end it there uh do you guys have any final thoughts before we sign off y'all go ahead ahead. i got something though i do have some uh, final thoughts but you guys go please all right, Mimi. What's that? Mimi? <laughs> Are you there? <laughs> I don't know. Hello? <laughs> Did we lose her? I guess that's a no. <laughs> I, think we lost, I think we lost her. No, All she's right. still there. She's there. Okay. Nah, she's, uh, she's, she's frozen. Though. Who's that? Uh, no, she's moving. There she is. We talking about you. Oh, I, I said one love. God bless and see y'all next week. I'm going to do my little kisses. Yeah. Y'all missed all that? Yeah, 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 we, yeah, yeah we didn't get any of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we hear nothing. <laughs> Somebody wasn't paying attention because the whole thing, I did the whole thing. Like, I'm not. I mean, no, everybody. Okay. We see yeah, we was frozen. You was frozen. You hear a word. Yeah. Oh, my frozen. bad. Okay, well, you heard it now. I got all the attention. <laughs> what you got, G? I'm just gonna leave. I'm just gonna leave y'all with the tip of the week. That's dirty. 
The tip of the week is respect yourself. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Let them know. I'm a sleeping bonnet. We're inside only. <laughs> you got teens, bollets, and berets. We're outside. Show my little, show my little doggy. That that one is. This is a public service announcement. I gotta see my little dog. Yeah. Listen, ladies, if your man teaches your son how to play catch, and you wear a bonnet and you're making him a sandwich and you ain't shaking your ass, hey, his his first lap dance is on me. Get your shit together. Listen, more, more people that hate me, the better. All right. Um, I'm just going to say, listen, folks, take care of yourself. Um, again, guys, be the man you want to be or that you, you've seen. And ladies, if you have one of those, you should always, always just, just you know, you, you, you got to, I, I would say, show him some underboob. You know, because uh, the the word of the day is still underboob. Because <laughs> oh <laughs> my friggin' what? I'm just I'm just throwing it out there. I'm just throwing it out there. You know, I, I never even seen it. It didn't even come up on my screen. <laughs> it didn't come up on mine either. <laughs> Thank God. Uh, we, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that, y'all can't be no hater. Y'all can't be no hater now. Y'all can't. <laughs> Well, yeah, can't be no hate. We're supposed to be going around the clock wrapping our our last thoughts. Oh, my bad, my bad. Go ahead, do your thing. You went <laughs> elsewhere with it. Oh right, no, right. JJ posed a question to you, Ron. Oh, uh, we'll have a class next week. It's what it sounds like. Shit. <laughs> you got cleavage and then you got underboob. Listen, everybody do your homework. We have and you know <laughs> we talk we're talking about later. We're talking about later. JJ, you didn't know that he's got an underboob fetish. A big one. He's got a huge underboob fetish. I'm not a size king, big, small, as long as they got a nice shape. I'm good. See, I ain't particular. I ain't particular. Uh, It's my it's my sickness. (laughs) All right, George. Peace. Love. And hair grease. All right. (laughs) Well, thank you so much, everyone, for rocking with us tonight. You have been listening to CBN The Boys. We come to you every Wednesday as your midweek motivator, offering you music, motivation, conversation, and a whole lot of fun. And hopefully you got that tonight and then some. But don't forget to like us and subscribe. We are at 97 subscribers. So we need to get to that 100. We got to get to those triple digits. And we know that with your help, it can happen. And it can also randomly win you a prize, too. Who wouldn't want to rock a beautiful CBN The Voice t-shirt or hoodie as I am wearing tonight? So definitely like us and subscribe. And don't forget to check out our website, cbnthevoice.org. Explore, drop us a line. And our phone number is on there, too. So if you call, you never know. One of us just might answer. But you only will find that out. If you do it. So anyway, as always, everyone, love yourself. Believe in yourself. We believe in you. And we will see you next week. Same time, same station. This is CB. And I'm out. Bye-bye.
left the building.